0: Good afternoon, good evening, good night.
1: And good night. Good
0: night. Hey! You
1: My, know name it. Yeah. My name is John.
0: My name's Arvin.
1: I'm Sarah. This is behind the scenes of our best days. Okay, so today we have something very special talking about behind the scenes of our best days. Yeah. Um and the reason why I'm sitting so close <laughs> to this individual is because we're sharing a mic. Yeah. Um, but I actually don't like this person. Um, <laughs>
2: Mutual. <laughs> We've never had a guest
1: on our podcast. Wow, ever. I'm so honored. But
0: we, Sarah came in and was telling us a story. We go, let's just put this on the phone. Yeah,
1: okay. <laughs> so here's the thing. Behind the scenes of our best days, for those of you guys who have never um, listened or watched it, we're on season five. This is behind the scenes of, of the ministry of Victory. So Victory has five ministries um, from the Bible College to the Dream Center, which we just bought yeah. another Dream a Center. New one. Yeah, West yeah. Tulsa. Yeah, and yeah. we're really excited and you'll hear more about that. Debt free too. Debt yeah, free. Thank not. you, yeah. Jesus. That's crazy. Um the the school, the camp. And so, anyways, Sarah Dillard has been behind the scenes of victory for how long?
2: Fifteen years. Wow.
1: Fifteen years. You have been in the administration yeah. assistant role. Um in different for who departments. first? Yeah. Youth first. Youth first, underneath.
2: I was actually uh, Pastor Ashley's intern, wow. so if you want to count yeah. my internship, I've yeah. been serving count here it. for probably seventeen years. Seventeen
1: years, wow, yeah, incredible. Okay, so and 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 right now, today, who do you who who are so you? So
2: now I directly serve in an assistant role to Pastors Paul and Ashley, and then I help with. Coordinating services yeah. and events and making sure everything has, like, all the gaps filled. and Yeah,
1: so this wow. is truly
2: behind the scenes. The most behind I the scenes. Yeah. Yes.
0: What, what's it like?
2: It is nonstop. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. But, you know, absolutely. like, I love it. I I think it's, it's everything that I would want to do. I wow. enjoy it because yeah. I, I like making things excellent. Yeah. And I get the chance and the opportunity to step back and look and see, like, Okay, what else can we do to help bring this to another level? Sure. So it's great. That's I beautiful. love it. I'm always, always thinking of what's our next step. Yeah. Yes. Where are we going next? Yeah. <clears throat> Who's our speakers? Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah, because you call, you schedule the speakers, mm-hmm, and sometimes and the speakers, they want a specific thing in the green room. <laughs> Give us an example. <laughs> what's the but weirdest thing? What's the weirdest That's thing? The question. So
0: don't, don't say names. I no, will, please, say names. <laughs>
2: please say names. Please say names. <laughs> So, um, this one is not really a weird request, yeah. but it was more of a, it was kind of like a, oh, I hope he doesn't kill himself moment. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> awesome. That's <laughs> was, a great way to start uh, out a yeah, Beautiful. Well, well, we believe in life. So, yeah, obviously, life happened. Life I, And life still Okay, on. start telling the story. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, John Bevere always has unique health oh, yeah. kicks and quirks yes, and He's stuff. a healthy guy. He's healthy a healthy guy. guy. He's yeah. always on like the next health trend. John
1: Bevere is a traveling evangelist. <clears throat> really amazing. Messenger International.
2: Yeah.
0: Messenger yeah. International. He's All of God is out now. <laughs> <I just laughs> got, what did you say? His new book, All of God, just came out. Yeah. Oh, okay.
2: And yeah. <laughs> a million books. He's incredible. <laughs> yeah. Well, randomly, he was like, I just I need a blender. And oh, nice. obviously we're a church, right. so we don't always have things like that on hand. And some reason we had a blender from the 80s. Beautiful. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and the, he wanted it in his hotel I, room? No, no. He just wanted to like chug a shot or something, oh, like an yeah. espresso shot but with did something. did he
1: bring products to yes. put in the oh, sure blender? Yes. In sure his, in his yeah. suitcase? Yes. We needs to put out a diet book because I would buy it. I like, would yeah, buy it, too. Like, I want to look like him. That
0: much and looks eat that
2: so healthy. good. Yeah, him and Lisa. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: Okay, kind of like, you know, have you ever looked at a stork? The animal?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Where is that going? Yeah. I just feel like, yeah, <laughs> whenever
1: I see a stork, okay, oh. there is an old Disney cartoon where Robin Hood was a fox right. and go Little yeah. Dumbo. John, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Dumbo oh, is I a guess stork, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. No, Disney be doing lots of storks. That's true. Um, so, anyways, <laughs> but there was this one time where um, Robin Hood, the fox, dresses up like a stork and wins the archery oh, contest. Oh, I forgot and about for that. For some reason, his confidence and his skinny legs always reminded me of John Poveyer. <laughs> So, anytime I see John Bevere, I see Robin Hood with stork legs. Amazing. Do you tell him that? I've never told him that. This well, is the first time it's actually come out of my in, mouth. Pastor John. So. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm realizing how
2: weird it sounds. A, please don't tell him this story. <laughs> so you
1: Okay, okay. Healthy. So go back to the blender. Oh yeah, so back to the yeah. blender. Yeah, yeah, so yeah.
2: I was like, here I have this, you know, and I always honestly anything and everything I just try and help serve in that area. Right. And it's not like people have weird quirks or anything. Sure. It's the fact of that um, whatever helps you do your life strong. Right. Absolutely. You know, of okay. course. so um, so we pull this blender out and he's putting in his espresso shot and his protein powder and stuff. Beautiful. And we're and he goes, oh, no, don't worry, I'll do it. Yeah. And he puts it in the thing yeah. and literally just smoke starts coming out. <laughs> <Did> <laughs> <catch on> fire? <laughs> and I was like, ah, and I like quickly pulled it out of the thing. So yeah, thank you, Jesus. Right. No fire. Or anything. Great. But like Great. just little things like that. That's amazing. Yeah. That's. Amazing. But now, I will what tell his, you
1: what was his reaction?
2: Oh, he laughed. I will tell you, he is the one who always remembers people's names. Incredible. He's always chill. That's he always asks yeah. me about my kids. That's which amazing. I'm like, that's, yeah, that's amazing. Oh, that's yeah. so thoughtful. But like, yeah. they're all real genuine. It's amazing. neat to see the offstage, sure. stage personality. The behind the scenes. Yeah, we've talked about yeah.
0: the green room const- confidently. Like we've constantly, I should say. Yeah. We talk about all the time, like conversations that have happened there. Yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah.
1: That's okay. All right, so being behind the scenes of a place like at Victory, we currently right now, it depends on whenever you guys hear this podcast, We uh, one thing Pastor Paul and Pastor Ashley have recently felt was we need to do a 24-hour prayer and worship service. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> that turned into I, I, yeah. and But here's 80. the thing yeah, is days, that yeah. it, it, it it ended up, we kept extending it. Sunday to, through Wednesday night yeah Sunday through Wednesday night yeah um we are recording this at the end of February in 2023 Mm -hmm. so depending on when you uh listen or watch this yeah yeah and Asbury you know has been going through this really awesome revival and it wasn't like we wanted to copy something but we wanted to give a space for the spirit of God to move yes Mm -hmm. and to allow people Mm -hmm. to really sit in the presence of God so what that looked like behind the scenes was we had to schedule and one thing Mm. that we felt strongly Mm -hmm. from pastor paul and pastor ashley was we want live worship yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so imagine live worship for was that 36 hours
2: They Uh, mean total total so it was It was um over 72 hours over 72 hours hours. and
1: we would schedule people and block 1 a.m yeah like it was like 1 a.m to 3 Mm a.m 3 a.m to 5 Mm a.m 5 a.m to 7 a.m yeah and it was and it was switched up between victory college worship Victory Christian School worship, Victory Worship Department. Mm-hmm. My mom, mm-hmm. um,
2: random emojis,
1: random yeah, yeah random OGs. Yeah, yeah, Miriam
0: Springer, etc. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Just worshiping, and it was cool to see all of these people being pulled on. Yeah. <clears throat> now the behind the scenes of it, it is like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <laughs> um,
1: it was really really powerful. People are praying over the reason why I'm laughing is that a lot of great things happen. People are praying over countries people yeah. tuning in online for 24 hours. Yeah. Jen Moore, one yeah. of our faithful listeners. Yeah. She was like for the first 48 hours yeah. didn't sleep That's and was yeah. just part of cuz we were also doing it online. Yeah. And we weren't trying to force anything to happen. Uh, we didn't even call it a revival. It was come and pray sure. and be in the presence of God. Yeah. yeah. And it was really really awesome. Yeah. The um I came in Monday morning at It was around like 6.30 a.m. Now, it was President's Day, so like throughout throughout the state of Oklahoma, people were off school. So there was like some VCS students who were there hanging out. And I came in at 6.30 a.m. and there were so many people in the sanctuary. Then I walk up to Section C and there is a guy (laughs) Who has set up a PlayStation? Beautiful in section C. Yeah,
2: praise God. <laughs> sleeping
1: in a sleeping bag, oh, wow. and there is Taco Bell Crunchwrap Supreme wrappers. Oh, wow. In
0: my defense, I really enjoy PlayStation. Oh, it was love- you. <laughs> no, it wasn't me. It wasn't oh, me. Yeah. but
1: I just think that things like that are so funny in the Amazing. church because it's like, all right. We are going to do this, and the intent and yeah. the motive uh, is for God to move, yeah. and then humans be doing human things. That's right. Crunch to drop. where? I'm a praise <laughs> drops and, drops and play. PlayStation. <laughs> play like uh, then on Tuesday morning, I was there at six a.m. and Pastor Paul spent the night. Wow. With yeah. his boys. Yeah. <laughs> and his boys were running around. Yeah. Um, he has were, three boys. Yeah. Three boys. Yeah. Were running around the sanctuary playing tag. Wow. but like during worship music. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> what a childhood. Imagine yes. Had, like, they were like, we played tag yeah. during like a 48 hour, That's 72 hour worship. Um, what a room to do it in though. No,
2: really? Exactly. Huge. A massive. Space. But
1: anyways, I just think things like that are really, really special because I believe that is like the heart of God. Yeah, I agree. For Bringing worship to and all things. Yeah. To, like to where it is like, okay, this is serious. This is sobering. People mm-hmm. are being set free. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, kids are playing tag yeah like i feel like the yeah. the dichotomy of that is like is dichotomy a word it is a word wow yeah, i'm sure. so what smart it, what does it mean
0: i would say <laughs> it would probably be the juxtaposition of different dynamics <gasps> oh another like, wow. good word of different like one yes. thing happening next to another i'm yes. smart too i promise we'll google this <laughs> we'll figure it out later yeah
1: but anyways i just thought that w- seeing behind the scenes of it was great and then Me and Paul being up in Section C on Tuesday and being, and I was like, how, and I was like, how are you feeling? He was like, I'm sleepy, but man, God has really, really been moving. And he said, there was a moment where we did not have, uh, where like the worship people on stage, I think they were getting tired and they were just off key. Oh boy. And he was like, and so those moments are really awesome because then you get to be like, okay, am I here to experience the voice of God or to hear good worship? Yeah, Yeah, that's true. And he was like, so I didn't really want to fix anything. Sure. And he's like, because sometimes when you're at a church this size, your goal is like, oh, things have to be excellent. right? Mm -hmm. But if you are doing a 72-hour worship service and people are laying on the ground on stage and singing, hear us from heaven, hear us from heaven.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Then they just... I hear (laughs) (laughs) you.
1: Still holding a mic. But anyways, and he said, so I, and he's like, I went over to um, John Livingston, he works in victory worship and he was like, Hey, can we get some victory worship people up there? Because Mm. these people are, uh, the people that are up there right now, um, are trying their best, but it's a little like off key. Yeah. And he said, all it did was inspire the people who were on stage to sing louder. Hmm. And then the victory college was told, Hey, go up there and help them. Well, victory college was like, Oh, uh, and these were just a few students. Uh, okay, we've been asked to go up there and help them. So they started singing louder. And then it became a competition of singing a worship song. Yeah. And Paul was like, I was crying laughing so amazing. hard because amazing. he was like, okay, I tried to fix something and I shouldn't have. Because now it's like a, it's like a riff Sing off. off. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in a worship service. Uh, yeah. Anyways, that's, that's it was amazing. just... But those things like that, I feel yeah. like those... Things are what make church funny, and yeah. like I told Paul, real. I was like, yeah. "Yes, it makes it real." That's right. Yeah, yeah. And that's the behind the scenes of it that I really love and I really enjoy. Is it's like, man, if imagine how boring life would be if everything was scheduled, planned, and that you could yeah. um, really, you could actually like uh, organize and structure a perfect seventy-two hour worship service. There would be no need for faith.
2: Mm. there'd be something wrong <laughs> yeah there'd be <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: there'd be no need for the spirit there'd be no need for god because it's like oh well we relied on our organizational skills sure. and excellence sure. but anyways talk about like arvin i want to know your thoughts and then sarah i want to come back to yeah, you on, on something else but like <clears throat> arvin tell me what your thoughts are on you know being a part of something that you're doing mm-hmm. wanting to make things excellence because you're over live production sure the sound dudes the dudes have been running sound for sure have Non-stop. been like living yeah. off pizza yeah. and like sleeping Red yeah, in, the, in Red Bull. Absolutely. DoorDash. Yeah. I was
0: anticipating needing to like take care of them more than I actually needed to. They were very down. They were into it. They were. And I feel like that is how you can perceive a move of God in that he also gives the, like when God tells pastor Paul, pastor Ashley, Hey, you're going to like do this worship thing. I want you to do this at victory. He also, in his wisdom, understands now I need to empower this group of 12 to 15 men and women who work in live production. Yeah to be graced physically to do it like we've talked about in the old testament when god gives moses the directive hey i need you to build me a temple he gives people like bezalel and these other people's skills to be able to actually do the building and actually do the threading of the curtains and the all the gems and everything that needs to happen so i i tangibly watched that happen with our leadership on our live production team, because Mm -hmm. while I oversee them, I'm more of a managerial presence. I don't know how to run a lot of these things. And so um, it would be easy for a person in my position to assume, hey, these guys are going to be frustrated, tired, whatever. That's where I jump. Usually I tend to to think of what's the worst case scenario. Right, right, right. How do I keep them healthy and alive? And then we had a meeting in the middle of it where they had figured out their own structure and system. And I was like, okay, how are you? Let's check in. And they were delighted. They were happy. They were great. Uh, Man, I found that very, very so shocking. Refreshing. So that's one thing where I, I observed that and I go, okay, this is how I know God did not ask us to do something he didn't budget
2: for. I agree.
1: You Ooh, I mean? say that again. So he Those of you who energy. take notes on our podcast, which I don't think any of you do. No. But um no. get this tattooed on your <laughs> lower back.
0: Yes. That he budgeted for that. And I'm curious. No, no, no. Say the full thing. Oh, sure, sure, sure. God doesn't ask you to do something He doesn't budget for, I and Ooh, I don't just mean financially, but budget. energy. I think about family. I think about relationships. He budgets for all those things, yeah. which is one and the, grace the last thing of I'll God. say. Yes, exactly. He understands that um, if if you're pushing something to see something happen, you're not budgeting for relationships, family, all the things that are happening that are behind the scenes that need to happen. But God does do those things. So in your role specifically, a question I have for you, Sarah, is. um, Very few people probably can know or adequately assume, accurately assume the amount of times that you've seen God budget for your energy, your relationships, your family, you're
1: married, you have two kids. Yeah. (laughs) So can you talk about, yeah, for sure. Yeah. The whole thing.
2: You know, it's interesting that you brought that up because, um, the role I'm in does carry a lot of weight, Mm -hmm. not in a bragging way, but in a responsibility way. Totally. And so one of the things I actually was talking to Daniel Henshaw, our executive pastor here on staff, I was like, I'm so grateful. Mm that i grew up learning and knowing that i'm responsible for my spiritual health.
1: Wow. Oh, so not your so not your boss, not your pastor.
2: Yeah. People are always saying you are. Yeah, we are ourselves. And people are always saying like, well, who's pouring into me? Right. Or who, you know, sure. who am i have being discipled by? Yeah. But you also have to seek out that discipleship. Right. So if you're oh. not doing your part, you're not going to have that firm foundation. Wow. You're going to quickly quit or feel overwhelmed or stressed Mm. and most likely if you are entering in those zones it's because you're already relying on your own strength not God's wow so every day even if it's just a scripture I meditate on Mm. I take time to to get that because even with services like I, even this past Victory Conference, mm-hmm. I didn't get to hear them no, because sure. I was working the oh, service. Yeah, absolutely. And people would come back and they'd be like, wasn't that fire? And I'm like, <laughs> I believe it was. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I'm sure it was. Yeah. <laughs> but like, so I know my due diligence is yeah. we have this great technology of having everything on YouTube. That's I'm right. going to go back and I'm going to watch it and yeah. I'm going to take notes. How
0: did you learn to do that? When did you learn to do so
2: that? So my parents mm. growing up, they mm. were always heavily involved with ministry. Yeah. and. We actually did family devotions every wow. morning. Wow. Mm. And that was a big deal because yeah, we were always doing something. And yeah. so we mm-hmm. didn't always, we always had a busy life. We yeah. didn't have a boring life. We didn't have a sure. life that was um, full of empty For <laughs> all of you out there with boring <laughs> lives. You suck. No, I'm just kidding. You do not suck. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we always, had, we always had a super busy pace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my parents I made see. an effort that where we had breakfast Together. And my dad would read a devotion. We would confess scripture together. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. And then, still to this day, when I take my kids to school, um, teaching my kids that besides having it at home, we put on the armor of God every day on the way to mm, school. Beautiful. We go through Psalm ninety-one. That's we pray good. for our pastors mm. because not only are you responsible for your own spiritual health, but yeah. you're also responsible to pray for your house that you're in. Yeah, and that includes your pray church. Pray for
1: your leadership. Yeah, which is always unique when I when I hear people complaining about leadership. Mm-hmm. You know, as and I, I just interrupted you, and I'm sorry. No, you're good. One thing that I tell Arv- Arvin knows, but I always be interrupting him, <laughs> um, is that it is it is unique to me whenever I am at different places or even here, you know. And I've been guilty of this. I'm not saying that I'm perfect. Whenever I feel guilty of, I'm complaining against my leader, which is my brother, my little brother. Mm-hmm. He's also my pastor, my boss, the guy I report to. I, as soon as I find myself complaining, I'm like, oh, that means I don't believe in prayer. Mm. So if you're complaining about your leader, that means that you don't believe in prayer, as opposed to complaining, praying for your leadership yeah. is just saying, wow, God, I give this to you. I That is something that I'm always like, have, it, it is, I, I think that anytime someone is, coming to me and they're like, man, my pastor this, my pastor that.
0: Yeah.
1: I have always first, one of the first things I ask them, like, have you been praying for them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's hard to like hate someone that you've been praying for. That's true. Agreed. Yeah. No, <laughs> and true. it kind of helps correct your attitude. Right, right.
2: It gives you insight spiritually, <clears throat> I think, even if you don't realize so, it.
1: Yeah, and so that's cool the that way. you mm-hmm. even have your your kids do it. It's making me feel convicted. I need to have my kids <laughs> pray for... Well, <laughs>
2: we're not all perfect, but yeah. um, one thing that it's interesting when you said that about praying for your leaders or your pastors. In Psalms, it talks about um, how the king's heart is in God's hands, mm-hmm. and so when you are praying word. for your pastor, God is speaking to the heart mm-hmm. of the your yeah. Yeah. of the leader in your life, right? You know, right. and I think it's beautiful, and it Absolutely. even says that He directs the streams yeah. of their yeah. um, their life, yeah. and so you know if you're frustrated what are you doing on your end besides giving in to more frustration right right which is so
0: (sighs) the world's approach to that is backwards because it says if I want to be impressive to my leader I'm gonna do the things that like showcase my gifts and talents in front of them. I'm going to make sure my reputation mm. toward them and people adjacent to them is really good, which means that everyone who I perceive to not be adjacent to them, I don't have to worry mm-hmm. about how I treat yeah, them. Yeah. I don't have
1: time in my life Yeah, to and really that be happens. There are people that yeah, are that way, but sad. you
0: can't survive in a role like no. yours operating like that. So if your approach kingdom wise is to say, I'm going to appeal privately before God, And I'll trust him to handle whatever
1: happens there. Any type of drama, any—it really takes pressure off of your mental and emotional, for sure. (laughs) Like structure, yeah. Because then you're like, oh, okay, I've released it to God. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I do think it is a daily decision. It's not like something that's just like okay, I tied my shoes for sure. and yeah. they'll stay tied for the rest of my life. It's right. like, no, you have to daily tie your shoes. Yeah, you need to daily brush your teeth. Yeah, You need to daily either surrender those things, pray for your pastors. Yeah, um, Yes. Okay. So yeah, I agree. Sarah, yeah. you have been an administrator in the U, which is the creative department. Yeah, And then you were in youth. And then you were in youth whenever I was the youth pastor. Yes. And so... You've been in an administrative role in how many departments?
2: Um, well, I did when we had our prayer call center. I did that one. Oh, wow. Then we also had um, our media coordination department, which, which used to oversee kids. Um, our ELC, which was like a uh, early kids' learning care. Center. Yeah, oh, early yeah. learning center. TV and media. And uh, there's wow. one other one that oversaw. Anyways, it was a lot, <laughs> um, but so but because of that, I had the privilege of learning the ins and outs of a lot of different departments, Yeah. which honestly, when you look back, you're like, wow, God, all this time you were preparing me for the role I'm in, in now, yeah. which is honestly an a- armor bearer. For sure. But you can't protect if you don't know what you're protecting. Fascinating. Do you know what I'm saying? Tell us more though. Um, to me, I look at it as I'm gonna guard this house and I'm gonna guard Pastors Paul and Ashley and I'm going to do my best to lift up their arms so that they can run their way strong. Right, right, right. And I deal with, on different times, like people may come with misunderstandings, Uh but I'm able to help give insight into those areas or turn it back to...
1: Because people may not always get the ear of Pastor Paul and Ashley, but they're like, but I will get the ear of Sarah Dillard. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: But um, I think the beautiful thing about that is... In learning the different areas, I've had the the opportunity to see what the overall win is and what the overall goal is constantly that we're yeah. running towards, yeah. which is to reach people. Right. And right. each line. area. Yeah. And in our break room here, we have a saying that says, many rooms, one house. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what, does that mean? what we are.
1: What is that, many rooms, one house? Because Pastor Paul and Pastor Ashley always preach that, and yeah. all staff.
2: So many rooms, one house. If you had one room, would it be a house? Right. Multiple rooms have different purposes, Mm, just like. different
1: needs, desires. So like victory youth, victory young adults. Yeah. um, The the business. Facilities. Facilities. Event staff. Event staff. You have all of these rooms. Yeah.
2: That create this house. Yeah. And help fulfill the vision of love God, love people.
0: Right. There are a lot of people, um, based on the feedback we get from those who listen to our podcast, Um, Over the course of five seasons now who are um, we have some people who are in leadership and pastors, but there are also a lot of people who are just a part of a church somewhere uh, of varying sizes. So I feel that we should take advantage of this opportunity with you being on this episode. Can you speak to those who are currently serving their pastors, either as a congregant, as a volunteer, as a staff member? They're probably... um, things that occur naturally to you that yeah. are like second nature to yeah, you sure. that they themselves may not necessarily be familiar with, but it for will be sure. helpful to them. So if you were to share with those people, Hey, here's some things that I've learned right. uh, as I'm serving my pastors, you've talked about yeah. guarding them armor bearer. Yeah. Um, I don't know any stories that come to mind there. Any examples? Yeah. Tell us about it.
2: Well, um, when you said all that, one thing I wanted to note, to you guys that I think is such a big deal and it sounds so simple and mm. so silly mm. but common sense is not common
0: interesting yeah
2: um, I have learned in my years that yeah. common sense is actually a gifting interesting and so you can't get frustrated at yeah. the things that you assume are common sense Oh, uh, yeah because it's really not to you what it may be to me interesting because you grow up in different households sure. you grow up with different surroundings yeah you know right Um, but with the with my pastors, like one of the biggest things that I try to help them with is protecting their time mm. because they have a life too. That's right. And everyone assumes, yeah, oh, wow. they just preach on the weekend, right? right like they right, think right. that's their schedule, right right right, <laughs> right? right, right, right. That's true. Yeah, that's um, right.
1: You're over Pastor Paul and Pastor Ashley's schedule, so protecting their their schedule, yeah, that is a big yeah. Because how do you do that?
2: Um, well right now what I do Pastor Ashley honestly she likes to manage hers. So Good. really yeah. it's just like coordinating back and forth with her sure. on certain things. Yeah. Um but with Pastor Paul it's like taking into consideration Hey, you know, if, if there's a church member, when's mm. the best time for him to meet with them mm. after service Yeah, because they're there, he's there, Totally, you know? Right. So that's already pockets saved throughout the week. Nice. And then I already know that there's regular meetings. Uh-huh. So I build around those like, um, empty things, like things yeah. that pop up. I'm yeah. like, okay, I have that pocket. Yeah. So this is when I know he can have meetings. Yeah. But every week, like I usually send him a whole text of like, yeah. these are what you have each day. Yeah. And then also every single day I'll send him a reminder around five o'clock. Mm-hmm. Hey, here's your schedule for the next day. Nice. What do you need wow. for, from me for tomorrow? Sure, sure. Kind of thing. Amazing. And that helps prepare him. Like today, actually, I actually might have to exit soon because he's <laughs> going to be speaking at the middle school chapel. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Yeah, so
1: <laughs> Pastor Paul doesn't just preach on the weekends or on Wednesday nights. Yeah. He also speaks at the, our Christian school chapel. Our Victory Which we have College. four. Four, yeah.
2: cha- uh, four VCS Every Victory week. Christian School chapels and then one yeah. uh, Victory College chapel. That's right. Man. That's a plus lot of chapels. Plus
1: yeah, that's B-Y. a lot of yeah, preaching. Lot. And yeah. imagine being someone to where it's like, okay, I have all these students and they're either going to fall asleep, yeah. roll their eyes, right. or not care, right. or be like, They could be the future pastors of victory. Yeah, and preaching
2: to like K three. Oh yeah. To twelfth grade. Yeah, (sighs) talk about a gap. And
1: no, yeah, yeah, you got to bring donuts and candy and shake it up. Exactly, it's
0: amazing. And thinking
2: through like, hey, how much how much time can they receive information? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. each isn't it like a minute per uh, year you are? Sure. So sure. like if you're dealing with three year olds, like they can only tolerate three minutes. Three minutes. Inter- <laughs> I've never heard that. That's is Isn't interesting. that wild? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like something I learned from my sister. No, sure. My sister's a principal here.
0: Yeah, so smart. Wow. Wow. So. Okay. Very cool.
1: So as you right as you were coming in, and I think this is where, you know, everyone we one thing that we love to do is we love to give people permission slips to be themselves. For sure. And so as you came in, you were, we were having a conversation of, sometimes at the end of the week, whenever we look at what we've done, we've looked at our, oh my goodness, yeah. look at all of the things that we had to do this last week. For me and um, Arvin, we had everything from Easter filming yeah. to 72 hour prayer and worship service, yeah. to I did a powerlifting meet for the school. I personally didn't do it, but I drove a van of kids, yeah. spend the night in Ringling, Oklahoma, did a powerlifting meet, drove all these kids back last night. It's just so random that by Thursday you're like, I'm so tired. I'm just gonna, I just need to be myself. Yeah. And as you came in today, you were like, Oh yeah. Sometimes I go to Walmart and...
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> this was the
1: story that got us to go, please sit down and tell us <laughs> the po- on the podcast.
2: So, um, I laugh all the time because sometimes my favorite downtime is literally going and walking the aisles of Target. No, it's Or fair. Walmart. Same. But I like pick certain aisles, like yeah. the ones that are aesthetically pleasing. Right, right. Magnolia. <laughs> absolutely. Like when school supplies comes out, I'm like, yes, I will be there. Yeah, I, I put my you kids just, in like, bed. You smell the pencils? <laughs> Like a I bouquet. don't know. I don't smell the pencils. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um <laughs> I'm like probably one of the few people too that I'm like go to the Dollar Tree and look. Oh for yeah. So. Oh yeah. But no, I was telling John and Arvin, I was like, some days like you just need to get out for sure. And I was like, yeah. I was cleaning my house, made all the lunches, and I was yeah. like, I just want to go to Walmart and get a couple things and just yeah. look around. And I was like crazy looking. I had um, like leggings on and Uggs. And then for some reason, I was like, I'm going to wear my fur coat. (laughs) 10 o'clock at night. What time of day is this? 10 o'clock at night. (laughs) Awesome. In the Bixby Walmart, which yeah. Bixby's yeah. a little more on the outskirts of Tulsa, yeah. so it's a little more country. That's
1: right. I said, were you just in the liquor section <laughs> with, with sunglasses on <laughs> and your hair uh, is Q, hard. You Yeah. You just have melted eyeliner. Well, okay. Your lipstick is smeared. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. she looks rough. <laughs> to,
2: to, to take it even further. I was like, I need some sunglasses. She doesn't drink, FYI. That's I do funny. not drink. I do not do drugs. <laughs> okay. I do not bathe. Yeah. I do not smoke. Yeah, yeah, We'll but put that <laughs> at the front of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Warnings. Can we have a warning label down yeah. here? Yeah. But for some reason, I was like, I... I wanted to get sunglasses, and yeah. so here I am in my fur coat, <laughs> and is it Sophia Vargas or whatever? She made, like, a line at Walmart oh, Okay. Modern Family. Oh, uh,
0: uh, Vergara. Vergara. Sofia Vergara. Yeah. Yeah. Vergara. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: And so I'm, like, trying on these different uh, <laughs> sunglasses, and they're, like, reflective, really bright. Yes. And this lady's next to me, and she's, like, in sweats and, yeah. and uh, no, more normal clothes, yeah. you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, which ones do you like?
1: <laughs> Turns to her, flips, flips your hair. And, so, she gets, <laughs> and she gets scared, uh,
2: so honestly, she did help me pick out my sunglasses, so I'm wearing them confidently the next Amazing. day Amazing. with
1: please tell me with like the tag still on it,
2: <laughs> no comment, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, and I'm dropping my kids off at my mom's, and she's like, Oh, are those new, and I said, yes, she's like. <laughs>
1: And you were like, it was a 10 p.m. choice, and Cheryl helped me. Who's Cheryl? The girl from the aisles with the sharpened pencil bouquets.
2: Uh, but I feel like that's everyday life. That's amazing. You know, my favorite yeah. story, and literally all my stories I feel like are Walmart and Target. Beautiful. Was, uh, Which says a lot about you. Yeah. it does And that's good. My exciting, non-boring <laughs> life. <laughs> but uh, Debbie Barker is on staff
0: yeah she's
2: a former miss oklahoma yeah very well put together absolutely and again it was late night at walmart i probably looked like a homeless person because <laughs> i had my really long puffer jacket
0: amazing yeah yeah yeah
2: slippers maybe sure <clears throat> yeah. and uh some sweats
1: hair rollers <laughs>
2: no hair rollers but i actually did, i i did wash my hair nice. but i didn't do it and uh-huh. mine can look like Mufasa Beautiful. when i oh, want to come out, yeah really okay. big nice so i did look scary <laughs> but um and then here's you know pastor debbie oh <laughs>
1: prissy yeah, yeah 10 yeah. o'clock at night again yeah, 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 you right know and 30. what
2: did i do i turned around and yeah. i like hid i didn't you tell hid? her yes
1: did you just like hide in like you know the plush toys where you like put, like, a big teddy bear in front of you. Just pretend to be a <laughs> like Or you stand <laughs> like this, and you pretend <laughs> to be a mannequin. <laughs> and, and they, they like, go, hi, oh. Sarah. <laughs> What's up? She goes, hi, Sarah. Doesn't stop pushing <laughs> her cart. Fantastic. <laughs> Ooh, that is so uh, funny. Yeah. Funny. yeah. Funny.
2: I did tell her two years later.
0: Cool. Two years later. <laughs> two years she goes, later. yeah, I know. I was I remember. <laughs> She goes. Yeah. She I goes. I saw you. I just didn't want to say yeah. anything. to Yeah. I just kept walking. <laughs> I had stuff to uh, do. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. So. Amazing. I find that every time I tell myself, "Hey, no one's gonna see me. I'm just gonna run by Walmart. Oh I'll just yeah. Put on whatever. And I then always, you run in that person. I, uh, and then every time I'm like, I should probably shower and do all this stuff. And then I get nothing. So I'm like, eh.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I feel it's like a wash. It. It. Yes. But I feel like it's like God's way of keeping you yeah. humble. Maybe. Sure. Probably. Yeah. Man. So currently right now, I have dyed my hair mm-hmm. dark. And people have been asking, are you okay? I've had multiple <laughs> Mid-life people. Midlife crisis. No, honestly, <laughs> yeah. I'm not joking. Yeah. When people are like, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm great. And they go, mm, <laughs> okay, well, I have a prophecy for you. And yeah, <laughs> they yeah, want to yeah. prophesy over me is like, God's not finished with you, John. Yeah, and I'm like, I know. I'm fully aware God has a plan. Yeah, and I'm happy. They go, yeah. okay, well, you know, your hair is darker, and and I'm like, oh, this is for a production. Yeah, and then they're like, oh, okay, we yeah. just thought you were trying to like hide the gray, oh. but like God, God accepts you for who you are. I'm like, oh. I know. <laughs> I I know that. <clears throat> So anyways, that is that is one thing that like whenever I... Yeah. One production, I had to get temporary tattoos. I remember that. On yeah. my neck yeah. and on the back of my neck and yeah. all over my body. Yeah. And I was able to cover up mostly, Sure, but for a while, like in the mornings, when I would go exercise, mm-hmm. people would see these neck tattoos and there was like knives. Yeah, <laughs> the, yeah. the tattoos were like wild, crazy. Violet. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And people were like, uh yeah. Are you okay? And so anyways, at a certain point, I just stopped explaining myself. And this is, I'm giving you, all of you listeners out there, stop explaining yourself. The people that love you don't need it. And the people that don't like you won't believe you. That's good. So anyways. Right? I do, however, think about the guy who goes to your gym who
0: you don't talk to ever. Yeah. And he sees you one day with a bunch of tattoos. And then he sees you a month later with them gone. And he's like. What The heck is going? Yeah, on? <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. yes, that and that's, that's where bound to yeah, happen.
1: yeah. I told so. All right, last story. Yesterday, I'm doing this powerlifting meet. Which, if any of you guys have ever coached or taught teenagers, it's an adventure. Imagine, so th- a three and a half yeah. hour drive. We spent the night in a hotel. One of the hotel rooms had kitty litter in it, <laughs> like a kitty litter box in it. Yeah, um, no anyway, cat inside. No cat inside. <laughs> Pass. <laughs> anyways, so it was. Anyways, it was hilarious. I laughed a lot. These students were really fun. Um, but anyways, uh, we're at this powerlifting meet where they compete in these lifts and stuff, and I'm having to judge, um, you know, a certain weight class. And I and there's these girls entering in the weights and stuff, and I hear these girls behind me, and they're like, uh, "Now, Ringling is three and a half, four hours away from Tulsa.
2: Small town. Small mm. town."
1: And I was there, now granted, we just finished Easter filming, so I have this hair, hair dye, and I hear these girls behind me, they go, does he know that we can still see the gray? Oh. And I turn around, and I go, hey, I can hear you. Were you talking about my hair, these sophomore girls from this podunk school? And then they're like, no, uh-uh. And I go, well, uh, I heard you, yeah. and guess what? You live in Ringling, Oklahoma. And then they go, well, you're dying your hair. Yeah. They said that in front of all the students that I was judging. And I just, uh, I was like, hey, everyone, I need to draw attention. These two girls are really mean, and I'm going to leave, and they're still going to be living in Ringling, Oklahoma. Yeah. And then, and I go, I did this for a production. They go, how old are you? I go, I'm 38. They go, that's even more sad. Why are you in a Community production theater. at 38 <laughs> years old? Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm done yeah. with this town. Go back to your cows. <laughs> anyways. It's
2: just a Taylor Swift song. Yeah, I, yes.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. So it was a great witnessing opportunity. That's right. Um, and then those girls got saved. <laughs> and then those girls got saved. I'm just kidding. They they didn't. But yeah. um, actually, I said, God, please let their names be found in the Lamb's Book of Life. That's true. Um, so anyways, Hey. So today was a good uh, podcast. Thank you, fun. Sarah, for
0: joining us. Yeah, thanks, thanks for, for having you. me. Very, very and if
1: you have Helpful. any questions, if, if, if any of you um, have a difficulty with your boss or, or whatever, remember, praying for them. Also, if you just want to be yourself and stroll through the aisles of Walmart with smelling pencils <laughs> with fur coat, the price tag still on your sunglasses uh, that were for $3 Yeah, yeah. Um, or whatever, you have permission to be yourself. Yeah. Uh, we just want to say, if you have any questions yeah. for Sarah,
2: comment. Let number us number is
1: 918. I'm
0: just kidding. Stop
2: it. <laughs> hey, in all realness, when we've done Q&As at church. Oh, right? They give yours They out? use my number. Oh. They put your number on the screen. Yeah. Fascinating.
1: Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. was that?
2: Um, so a couple times I'd get someone who would call, uh-huh. and they would either leave me a voicemail, Uh-huh. Or if I picked it up, they would actually ask for the guest speaker.
0: Oh,
1: right. They go, I want to speak to Robert Madu. <laughs> Yeah. And you're like, uh, you one hey, second. my <laughs> name's
2: Sarah. This is Robert. <laughs> one of the times I was like, hola. Yeah, there it is. That's fantastic. <laughs> and they, and
1: yep. they, they yeah, hung up. They hung up. That's how you yeah. know. Yeah. It's good. It's so, really good. Wow. Wow. They go, Sammy Rodriguez is... That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Uh, Thank you. uh, Behind the scenes of our best (laughs) days.